0: There was Revolution Church, everybody. Um, now we're in, welcome to the Afterglow, Caleb's Afterglow TM. What's that? Afterglow TM.
1: Yeah, TM. Oh,
0: trademark.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ha. Bing.
0: Um.
1: You could end up with a lawsuit over that.
0: They could. I really should I'm sure there's other Afterglows out there.
1: that are already trademarked. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure it's trademarked. So, yeah, today we talked about the prodigal son. Any thoughts on that? You have to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right. laughs> I always thoughts. Well, a couple thoughts, and one is that we're a very outcome-based culture. America mm-hmm. is very outcome-based, and yet this story doesn't tell us anything about what happens after this scenario right. with the prodigal son, I mean, it's possible that the son five days later left again. Right. And it's possible yeah. that the older son heard what his father said and they became close and had a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think the point is that we're all the son who's, you know, gone away and squandered the money and left our father, and we're all the self righteous son who stays home and just looks down on other people and mm-hmm. God's invitation is there continually it's beautiful he wants to be with us yeah the other thing I thought of is when he's talking about like the angels how the angels rejoice over one sinner who repents more than over 99 righteous people who don't need to repent there are no righteous people who don't need to repent <laughs> so. yeah. And then thirdly, if it's okay, could I read something short that I wrote? Yes. I was thinking about, well, I'm always thinking about this, um, how we use a certain language, especially in the Bible, and especially um, in, to refer to spiritual situations. And I was just writing about this in the car when I was on the vacation. Oh. And... Um, If I find
0: it, I will read it. Do you read on your phone a lot? Yeah. That's
1: when cool. I'm on the bus? Yeah. You uh, get an idea. But I just saw this and
0: now I can find it, so. Go ahead and talk, and if I find it, I will read it. Yeah, you Yeah. I really. would... T- a few things stood out to me. Um, one being, like you said, the thread between all those different parables. It's interesting how Christ set up, like you were saying, like it he, he seems like he is addressing the Pharisees, sort of. And it's interesting how he how he he doesn't just spell it out for them. He's like, here's a story, here's another story, here's another story. Up to you, like you know. But there's this obvious common thread. I, I like how you said about pursuit.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, that really that really really spoke to me and I think like maybe kind of like you were saying Vicki about righteous people like people who don't need I think maybe that's kind of a metaphor for the maybe like as far as hermeneutics go maybe a little bit like the Jews assume that you can work your way into being a righteous person or whatever so I think maybe Christ is framing it within that terminology mm-hmm. and saying yeah don't worry about those righteous people let's just, let's just figure your stuff out and maybe maybe you're right, Vicki, That like there aren't no righteous people, but that's kind of the punchline. Is is like it's something that's unobtainable. But then you're being pursued and sought out. Like that just really is encouraging to me. The, the thought that God, which is in my mind, is like a synonymous with like perfect love. Perfect love is is pursuing and seeking out. You know, and and, and being proactive, I guess.
1: Like yeah. I was reading something this week on the bus, um, a beautiful article, and um, I didn't know this, but I guess in with the ancient church, the term for Christ coming into the world meant um, breaking in, mm. breaks into one. Life, yeah, so, wow. Which I thought was I like yeah. I like that. That's great. Well, I'll read this now. It's just something short I wrote. <coughs> I actually wrote this on a plane. Jesus, because always on planes you think of people suddenly praying because they're afraid Mm -hmm. (laughs) to fly. Jesus is not a talisman compact enough to be grasped between white palms. Nor is prayer a series of foreign words, sacred words, sacred meaning separate to a king. What do we in America know of kings? Our Lord, another term we do not know, (laughs) became our meal, meat and drink to be Absorbed by our unworthy bodies and souls, in every sense, beside us. And to pray, not a religious word, it simply means to ask, not to flatter or in our shame to misrepresent ourselves as other than the terminally ill, flawed creatures we are, homeless on this planet, just like our God.
0: Wow, that's great, Vicki. Think... I love that the communion reference there, too.
1: Well, if you think about it, in the Book of John, there's a lot of references to food. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Seems like he used this for a long time. Yeah, yeah he's a glutton. <laughs> a friend, of the worst type of people Yeah. Yes. I just really—that's something else, Jay. That I've been thinking a lot about recently. I was—I was actually talking to some friends about this last night. But like, how you always bring up that according to his culture and 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 people around him Jesus was a criminal you know and like I just I just wonder what that guy would look like plugged in like what would what would be the parallels like what laws would he be breaking in our society right I just I don't know
1: what did you say I said right I was just agreeing yeah oh yeah well I'm sure the sanctuary laws you know yeah as far as protecting immigrants
0: yeah but I wonder what he'd actually be doing though you know what I mean like it's
1: interesting to like
0: having social
1: media though now to follow uh, these different progressive yeah you kind of get these glimpses of kind of like because everybody
0: can't do everything so it's kind of like what would Jesus do right and you kind of just look and see like what people are doing in different parts of their country Mm -hmm. country and, and, and different parts of the world yeah you know
1: Sitting with immigrants or working with the homeless or, you know, doing things that are unpopular.
0: Yeah. Um, But, like, he upset the authorities, you know? Oh, yes. I just wonder. Because he'd probably be breaking some laws, right? Like, would he just be hanging out in bars and, like. But,
1: you know, you see people doing protests and going
0: to jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm Yeah. Against these unjust laws. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah.
1: Inciting riots. So, yeah,
0: you don't You never you know. It's all Obviously it's just speculation But I just wonder Yeah, it's, it's
1: Strange To figure out What religious
0: leaders Would he be? Yeah, that's a good point Stepping off totals. He'd probably be doing something To piss off Mainstream <laughs> Christians maybe Honestly us too, right? yeah, Maybe oh, us too Yeah, maybe us too Yeah He just didn't seem to be comfortable
1: would Conflict religious All the time Not at all Yeah, so I mean, that's something we probably have to take a look at, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it in Luke where um, the Magnificat, Mary sing, or talks about him filling the hungry with good things, but the rich he sends them empty away, and he brings down the powerful from their thrones, when she's mm. talking about Messiah, so he would he would be speaking out against Yeah, and it's interesting to see how how that's interpreted through the minds of so many
0: different people, especially in the progressive years now. Didn't you say that um, there's kind of a parallel with calling himself the son of God and that being like a term that they use for was it Caesar? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, so maybe he'd be like, "Donald Trump's not the president; I'm the president." Yeah, you know.
1: Well, yeah. Shane Claymore
0: did what we call "Jesus for President," mm-hmm. and the idea of Jesus kind of taking that authority away. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'm
1: the president. Right. <laughs> but you think too about how all these mobs of people followed him, mm-hmm. and then they all turned on him. Yeah, yeah, so quickly. right.
0: Yeah, just pissing everybody off. Mm-hmm. When
1: the, you know, I mean, when death becomes a reality mm-hmm. for
0: breaking the oh, law, you kind of you see what people yeah. get fearful. Oh, here. wow, you yeah. Know, you know, I kind of always empathize with the disciples Ran just because I understood their fear. It got real. Yeah, it got Shit real, got real. Real fast. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. They're like yeah they're like chilling with Jesus they're like we got your back man and then the the you know Fears the ears start
1: getting cut
0: off yeah right exactly yeah, yeah. The, Soldiers the, of- the cops show up yeah and they're like oh I don't
1: know yeah. this guy
0: I mean I don't know what I would
1: do Turn their body cameras off
0: yeah right yeah it's mm-hmm. like I'd like to say like
1: and I would stand
0: there with right well that's what Peter sees like I got your back no matter what man and yeah. then and then after he was called out on it three times in a row he's like yeah. I don't know that dude I don't know yeah. that dude that's pretty heavy I love Peter's a really interesting guy
1: yeah unstable really
0: yes he had mental health issues I think I, yeah he tries he's haphazardly human yeah mm-hmm. and I think that's what's that's really beautiful is to see how I've talked about this before too but like to see how broken the disciples are just, it just makes him really it's easy to see yourself in them. Oh, yeah. Because they're not, like, we're always like, oh, they're perfect, blessed little saints. But it's like, they were messing up a lot. They were. Okay. Yeah. And, and how many times in Scripture does it say, but they did not understand? Like when all Jesus Jesus tells them something, it's like, they didn't get it. Once again, they did not get it. Now even the Pharisees
1: had a hard time understanding. They would constantly be like, all right, let me break this down for you. Right, right. And then the disciples would be like, What did you mean by the blah blah blah? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Who was it that you.
0: Who is the returning Man, yeah. I was just looking. He just keeps telling stories after stories. But
1: imagine if somebody wrote a book about us or about you or me and people. Thousand years later, could look at it and say, and then she did this, and then she yeah. did that, and mm-hmm. then she thought she was supposed right. to do this. No
0: high and mighty, like, right. you should have done that. Why it's didn't they do get the new
1: stories? Yeah. Yeah. We change slowly. Well, one thing we were talking about last week, Jay, was um, I said that I was going to, because I, I was thinking, what would it be like to have somebody who's, you know, at the opposite end of Christianity from you, and you said, I'll listen to 103.5, you know, the the right-wing pundits, if you'll yes. listen to MPI for a day, and then we'll talk about it. I mean, I'll try to listen uncritically right. and, you know, just hear the information and try not to, you know, let fight, flight or fight syndrome shut everything out, but just calmly and then we'll talk about it mm-hmm. and so when I got home I, I mean my husband's not right wing but he's very yeah. different than me so I said well what if what if you listen to NPR for a day and I'll listen to country music when I'm driving back and forth from the bus stop and then we'll kind of see what we got what yeah. we learned from it and my husband who is I don't know if he's a Christian he seems to believe in God yeah but he he goes he says okay. So then he went to his shop, and he came back in, and he said, Yeah, I was listening to NPR. So I thought, now I really have to do it. But um, that night, I had to bring some laundry into his room after he went to bed, so I opened his door, and he was in his birthday suit, (laughs) kneeling next to his bed, praying. And I said, Is this something that you commonly do? And he said, Yeah, every night. Oh, Wow. wow! And I just thought, and you didn't... God looks at the heart. Yeah. It was beautiful. It really was. It was, it was very uh, And he was embarrassed that I didn't know this. Man. Uh,
0: that reminds me of, where's that verse when Jesus talks about how, how to pray and how not to pray? Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be a really good talk. I, I, I've been kind of mulling that over in my head. Like It's essentially, I, th- I think it's fair, and I like to always... Like update script, like <laughs> to be <laughs> heretical, but uh I think it's essentially saying like, don't be like those people who who pray really loud before right. lunch, you know, yeah. so that everyone around them right. hears them praying yeah. and sees them. Because I always come back, I'm uh, you know that coworker I'm always talking about. Yeah. One time, gosh, I'm not trying to hate on her, but it's just it's just <laughs> interesting to me. But like one time she came in the restaurant i'm not gonna say the name of it, the restaurant i work at and um she's like made sure everyone saw her like hi guys hi guys and then she's over there at her table praying so loud she's like lord thank you for this meal uh-huh. and it, it was just like who are you praying for you know like i don't know i just i, I can't hate it because like I, i've done that same stuff and i probably do stuff that's parallel to that still like telling everyone like about my my personal spirituality and stuff like that, but, like, it's just, it's just like, don't you, didn't Jesus say not to do this exact thing?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, he's like, don't, don't be like the, he says, like, don't be like those who, when they pray, you know, stand up in front of the whole, or, like, I think he even says in front of the synagogue. And yeah, say, he does. Yeah. yeah he at the does. Table or yeah. Get their alms when they blow a trumpet before they give their Right. Alms. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think of like those big national days of prayer and mm. Senate prayer breakfast and all yeah. this where everybody wants it publicly known yeah,
0: that they're <laughs>
1: that they're involved. And I, you know, and then in Isaiah, he ta- the Lord talks about how don't have these big mm. events, these big spiritual events, and come trampling <clears throat> my courts. You know what I call wow. a fast is if you bring the homeless poor. Into your house, yeah. and wow. he shuts it down.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. great. Because
1: how? I mean, how many of us are willing to do that? Yeah, right. No, I know that's really serious. But I mean, he he doesn't care about these national days of prayer, mm. mm-hmm. where everybody is. I'm sorry if I'm offending people, but yeah. you know, it it appears that what he cares about mm. is change your heart. Yeah. He care about. Care about the needy. See these people that are invisible to you. Mm,
0: Yeah, it's almost like a humanist message. Except
1: it's not. It's not because it's it's what God wants as well. Well, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. I'm not saying like
1: separate from separate. Yeah. I'm just
0: saying like I think it falls within the parameters of let's care about people. Like let's because I do. Yeah. I yeah exactly yeah yeah sure. I don't think that they're mutually exclusive. I think. No, I don't. Either. Yeah. No, I mean, I gave a talk
1: in Belfast, and someone was like, "Why aren't you a humanist?" That's mm-hmm. it. You know, and I was like, "Oh, well, I'm not. I'm a Christian." Yeah. But the message can be often.
0: Well, yeah, like, man. Jesus cared so much about. Humanity. I heard. What? I heard. I don't know what? if you remember this, Jay, but I heard an interview that you did on a radio station. Um, yeah. And you were, I, I think, yeah, and and you're talking and they're like well it almost sounds like you're humanist and you're like yeah i guess i'm a humanist christian and the lady's like she gets really mad at you and she's like well no because humanists you know don't believe in god whatever whatever and you're like well i'm agnostic i mean and then and she just gets really upset and you're like so i don't have a seat at your table you're just so calm <laughs> he was like so i don't have a seat." and she was like I mean, you can sit at my table but but you're not a humanist <laughs> yeah and you're like well i think i am <laughs> and you're just like shrugging it off that was
1: yeah i don't remember that <laughs> Christian humanist. I like it. You take their terms. Well, you're defining humanist in a different way. So
0: right. Sure. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And not that there's not that there's anything wrong with caring about your fellow man mm-hmm. and thinking that's a priority. Yeah. There isn't. It's just that without a divine mm-hmm. influence, it, we don't do it. It doesn't work. It falls apart. Mm. You know, we give all this money to hurricane victims or victims of Ebola, mm-hmm. and where does the money go? It stays in the hands of corrupt officials.
0: Mm. Thank
1: you for a wonderful acting level, guys. That was really encouraging. Yeah. Thank you. We love you, Jay. A post-Christian
0: production.